0: Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. We are officially present and accounted for for this Tuesday morning, the 18th day of May 2021. My name is Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, Big J. Ta-da! Now you see him. Now you don't. Now you see him, too. And so hopefully you are having a good day so far. Uh, I'm not sure what could have happened that at 6 o'clock in the morning your day has already been ruined but if that's the case my god i'm it's so hap- sorry this happened before i'm so so sorry uh not not in today's case for you no, i know nope nope wonderful things are good wonderful i like that does that mean you got some rest last night uh yeah cat left you alone <laughs> no still woke me up at three o'clock but. uh yesterday I-, I was here later than I-, I wanted to be and so uh i i was planning because i was on such a short day yesterday to get a nap and You know, it was one of those deals where I got home late and I was like, if I take a nap now, it's just bad news. So I crashed out at like 8.45 and it was glorious. Yeah. I still don't feel all the way caught up because I only got like two and a half hours of sleep the night before. But I will say that I never, ever get like that much sleep in a row. And it was clearly from exhaustion, but it was nice to like have the alarm go off and go, wow, I don't feel like I... I want to go right back to bed. It's a treat. So hopefully uh, that's a feeling for you as well. Today on the show, we have a chance for you to check out the Idaho Comedy Fest. Man, it's going to be great. It starts on Thursday at the Lounge at the End of the Universe. They've got three stages of comedy, well over 60 comedians all set up over three days. And we're going to give you a chance to win a pair of day passes to it. And that will be awesome. And, of course, we also have a chance for you to go check out the Albertsons Open Uh, particularly the Saturday night date because that's the day that has uh, Sammy Hagar playing because that's where we want you to check out the show and have a good time on a Saturday evening. So that's going to come up with some bad impressions this morning. Another chance to qualify for the Big Backyard Box. we got streaming dumbass to take care of today. Uh, I dug deep into the world of oh, streaming movies for you, but not in a bad way. I don't think. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll let's see. Last week, you were very surprised by a movie. True. I kind of went that same route, where wow. uh, it was like the the hidden gems world category, if you will, and uh, dug some deep deep movies out for you that I know there's no way you've seen. And maybe, and and they're all, well, I'll get into it with Streaming Thomas. I don't want to ruin it right yeah, now. Yeah, don't ruin it now. On top of that, we also have music to play. Let's get started this morning here on The Morning After with some Pearl Jam for you. It's even flow to kick things off here on the X-Rocks. On <coughs> The
1: Morning After with Nick and Big J.
0: Hey, important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you have been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Or have a nice conversation with an attorney online 24-7 at AdvocatesLaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Well, Big J, it took a pandemic and a ridiculous amount of people losing their jobs for it to happen. But for the first time in, I don't know, almost forever, it's not going to cost your kids more to go to college this year than it did the year before. Uh, The State Board of Education yesterday approved a second consecutive year of tuition freezes at all of Idaho's four-year schools. That covers in-state and undergraduate students for the 21-22 session. Next year's tuition and fees break down like this. It'll still cost you about $8,340 to go to the University of Idaho, about $8,068 to go to Boise State, $7,872 to go to Idaho State, and then $6,982 to go to Lewis-Clark State. Four schools will also more or less hold the line on non-resident fees and graduate school fees as well. Only Idaho State approved increases in these categories. Uh, but basically, they said, no, not a good idea. Uh, and so they're freezing everything on the way around. And in case you're curious, uh, before last year, it was 26 years in a row, Big J, where it costs more to go to school from one year to the next. Damn. So that's a pretty long stretch of time for you to do that. And I, I don't know. Do you remember how much it cost you to go to school when you were going to Boise State? It was a lot. Yeah, of course it was. It's always been a lot. But, nah, I mean, I a remember. lot was, was, you know, exponentially different back then for us than it is now. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it was $8,000 for your full year. Now, that's don't forget, that's not a semester breakdown. That's for the full yeah. year. So it's a little bit different. You've got to add a couple of them. Yeah, two of them in to make it happen. The play-in tournament gets underway today in the NBA. Uh, today is Eastern Conference Day. The Charlotte Hornets and the Indiana Pacers, the 10 and 9 seeds, face off against each other. And then after that game is over, the Wizards and Celtics will play for the right to see who plays each other. I know it's a little bit confusing, but basically the winners of these two games will play each other for the right to be the official seven seed. And then the losers of these two games will play each other with the winner of that game with the right to be the 8th seed. Oh,
1: I didn't know about that last part. What did you but think was losers- going to happen? I just thought it was whoever wins this next game moves on into the playoffs. Well, I didn't realize it was to determine the. No, yeah, it's the
0: seven and the eight seeds. Yes, it's to determine the seven and eight seeds. That's dumb. Yes, yes. Welcome, welcome to the NBA. I mean, I thought
1: it was because they were just like, you know, we want to change this up a little bit and make this more exciting so that uh, whoever wins this game will then make it into the playoffs. Yeah, now I completely am with LeBron and whose idea was this? Bleep and dumb. Uh yeah, no, it it is
0: it, it, listen, it is just to so manufacture. Both the, both
1: the Warriors and the Lakers going to make it into the playoffs
0: anyways. Possibly, yes. But I mean, they, there is a possibility that both of them could not make it into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, listen, here's here's the situation. So the Lakers and the Warriors play each other, right? Confused. Yeah. And so if if the Lakers and the the let's say the Lakers win game 1 and lose game 2, by and if the Warriors lose Game One but win Game Two, they're it. It's very confusing, very confusing. Wow. Uh, and so that's where things can get a little bit weird. But either way, it's uh, it's all happening over the next four days. So get used to it. Bruins and Capitals faced each other, and the Bruins won four to three in overtime. That series is tied up at one to nothing on the ice. Hurricanes over the Predators, five to two. That was a game one, and the Avs beat the Blues four to one in game one of their NHL playoff series as well. And Big J CBS is making it possible for advertisers to buy commercials that are sent to a certain subset of the network's audience. It's called targeting advertising, targeted advertising. It happens all the time on your uh, internet feeds and things like that. And uh, CBS is trying to make it a little bit more uh, dialed in to those people that are tuning into a particular show. Uh, They want to call it addressable ads. And it will allow companies to micro-target customers who appear more likely to, like want a truck like they like truck owners your truck commercials will air during like your mail centered programming (laughs) and business software i think they already do
1: that but i think they want to combine the the targeting ad technology with the streaming
0: that's what i mean yeah they're they're, they're mixing it into like paramount plus if
1: you've popped in on your browser somewhere and typed in your ford f-150 that's what you're going to see yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, it's it's just basically like bringing the internet into your streaming world. Because, uh, you know, when you have a Paramount Plus account, you, that's your profile. You have to sign in. So it's connected to your name. It's connected to your credit card. And therefore, yeah. it's give connected. You it all the
1: permissions for that, by the yes. way.
0: It's connected to your internet history as well, and therefore, you know, it, 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 I don't know if this happens to you sometimes, but like, you know, I, I watch a lot of streaming networks that have commercials involved in it, and it's the same kind of way, and so I see a lot of the same commercials a lot of the times, and that's because it's targeted to me, and so they're trying real hard to reach me, and all it does is just annoy me, make me not want to buy that product when I'm overwhelmed by the same one over and over and over again, but hey, listen, uh, it's their money, they can spend it however they want. So uh, get ready to see more of the kind of personalized. It's not going to be like, hey, Big J, welcome to CBS. <laughs> that would be super weird. But you will see commercials of uh, kind of revolving around things that you have looked for. Yeah, and I'll internet.
1: be appreciative. I'm like, I've been looking for that. There you Thanks. go. Thanks. Big J that kind
0: of stuff. <laughs> streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Every single GD Tuesday, we dig into a streaming network somewhere and try to find... A movie that maybe, just maybe, Big J hasn't watched in his personal and professional life or even come across. We strip away all the stars, all the director, all the studio that brought you crap, and we're left with just a very brief plot description. Based solely on that plot description, Big J must select a movie to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. That be the bare bones of a thing we call streaming dumbass. Are you ready to accept your mission, Big J? Yep. Once again, all these movies come from the hidden gems section. It worked last week. I figured, you know what? If it did, Big J hasn't come across any of these. And it's not like we're getting new movies by the truckload every single week. So we're going into some deeper movies that maybe just maybe you haven't come in contact with. The other side of things, each one of these are considered to be hits when it comes to people that have watched them. They're not necessarily critically acclaimed. But I went back and I looked like the audience review for all these. All of them are at 95% and above. So, according to the people that actually did watch them, they are enjoyable. So, I have done my homework to try to find uh, three movies that, at least according to everybody, they liked when they watched them, okay? All right. we'll see if you're different or you're in line with that, regardless of which one you pick. Are you ready? Yep. Movie number one. Newly married, a young wife travels with her new husband to his vast, luxurious estate. He explains that she now has access to all of his riches. Go anywhere she wants to, anywhere she pleases, except for one locked forbidden room. Now guess where she wants to go? To the pool? No, dude, what? (laughs) Movie number two. An alien general joins forces with the comrade sent to kill him. Their goals are threefold. One, save their homeworld. Two, prevent mankind's destruction. Three, book some gigs as local musicians. Weird. Movie number three. Two cousins are players in the high stakes game of high frequency trading. Their dream is to build a straight cable line between Kansas and New Jersey, making them millions. But nothing is straightforward for this flawed pair. And together, they push each other and everyone around them to the breaking point with their adventure. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three? Man, I gotta go with movie number two. Movie number
1: two it is, Big J. Enemy mind, but
0: with live music. <laughs> yeah, uh, a little bit different than that. Oh. Uh, movie number one was called Elizabeth Harvest. That stars Abby Lee Kershaw and Carla Gugino, former guest of The Morning After. You also passed on movie number two that is called The Hummingbird Project. That stars Salma Hayek and Jesse Eisenberg. You will be watching movie... It actually looked like the best of the punch. I might actually watch that movie tonight. Good for you. Uh, you'll be watching movie number two. That is called The History of Future Folk. And it stars a bunch of people I promise you you've never heard of before. Uh, Jay Callitz and Neil R are the two stars of that particular movie. So that is the film that Big Jay will be watching. Also the oldest of the bunch. But uh, if he, uh, if you want to play the home game, that's the movie you want to watch. It is available on Netflix. It is called The History of Future Folk morning after with nick and big j there's your streaming dumbass we'll get a review of that movie about uh, this time tomorrow
1: on the morning after with nick and big j
0: important stuff is brought to you by the advocates if you've been injured due to another person's negligence well the advocates are here for you call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24 7 at advocateslaw.com. you deserve an advocate For as many people that have them and suffer with them on a consistent basis, science ain't exact science when it comes to allergies, Big J. Well, what? Uh, But there is a bit of good news. Clifford Bassett is the medical director of the Allergy and Asthma Care Center of New York and says that the only good thing about getting older is that in many cases, your allergies become less prevalent. So why do some kids grow out of certain allergies like food allergies and stuff like that? That's really unclear. Experts say if you get food allergies as a kid, you may have to wait and see if your tolerances change in the future. And if you haven't outgrown the allergy by the time you're a teen, you'll likely have it for life. Allergies, especially seasonal allergies, can change a lot over time, but it might not have that much to do with your body. Each place you live kind of has its own set of allergens, so moving around will likely change your allergies too. But it also takes some time to become allergic to things. This is because you get sensitized one year and then react the next. Now, here's some bad news. People with one allergy are far more likely to develop another. Also, many things seem to affect our immune response and thus allergies like hormones, puberty, pregnancy, menopause, weight gain, obesity, that kind of thing. Oh, man, I'm a mess. Your allergies a lot worse than they actually are. So keep that in mind as well.
1: Whatever you do out there, don't be obese. I mean, the problems are just never-ending. Get it figured out. Hey, figure it out. Get it together, put it in a backpack, <laughs> figure it out.
0: Uh, that's great health advice, Big J. I mean, where else you I'm get trying. that? I'm trying. Whatever you do, don't get fat. Uh, yeah, listen, it does seem to complicate uh, IE everything, so try to keep that in mind.
1: my doctor's office called me yesterday and they want me to come in to do a wellness exam. the last time your doctor's office called you and said, hey, are you still alive? Do you need to come in and do a physical? We need to make sure things are okay. Uh, Well, did you schedule it?
0: No, not yet. Uh, What did you do, not answer your phone? No, I I was taking a nap. (laughs) All right, that's fair. Uh, I understand those particular feelings as well. But it's going to be bad news. Were you taking a nap because you're obese? Probably. Hey, New York State suspended racehorse trainer Bob Baffert yesterday pending the result of the investigation into the failed post-race drug test of Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit. Baffert is barred from entering horses at the New York racetracks and won't be allowed to stable horses at Belmont Park, Aqueduct Racetrack, or Saratoga Race Course. The band also includes Belmont Park, where the Belmont Stakes is being held on June 5th, so Medina Spirit finished third in the Preakness on Saturday, probably because it wasn't cheating. Baffert had at least five violations involving impermissible levels of medication in his horses over the past 13 months, so he appears to be a serial cheater as well. Dude, the amount
1: of the substance they found is so ridiculously small, there's no way it could have any effect in anything.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, also, it's a banned substance for a reason, though. Have dude. you seen the list of banned substances for horse racing? Yeah, but still. It's six printed pages. Good, good. That's ridiculous. I understand. But, I mean, it should. Why do we need a bunch of substances for horse racing? There shouldn't be a bunch of substances that horses well, can take. They're to all, they're the all just things that they think might
1: give a horse an advantage when they're trying to help the horse be healed up from running right well i imagine if
0: you probably print out the stuff that athletes aren't supposed to take it's a pretty long yeah, list. yeah it's well. also ridiculous right so just mind what's in your body and don't try to cheat the system it's really that easy i don't even think they're cheating uh bad news for you big j uh not that it's going to affect your life in any way shape or form but uh apparently NBC is doubling down on jimmy fallon Uh, That's dumb. Not only are they renewing the the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon for another five years, they have decided that they're going to make a bunch of cartoons out of his children's books that he's put together as well. So uh, it's going to be Jimmy Kimmel all the time on NBC. No, Jimmy Fallon. What did I say? Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah, don't mix up
1: the Jimmys. One is good, one is evil.
0: Yeah, sorry. The reason why I said that is because I was going to tell you that he has Jimmy Fallon, while he took over the Tonight Show, was number one on the list it's now a distant third jimmy kimball live is number two and then the late show with stephen colbert is number one by a long shot so the ratings have drastically fallen for this show and yet they're doubling down on him which is weird i wish i had his agent (laughs) right i mean he's doing something right i suppose kissing the right ass anyway or he's got pictures or he's on big j illegal substances one of the three morning after with nick and big j there's your important stuff ...after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are going to Germany for today's We're Going to Hell story. Yeah, but mostly the internet, really. I mean, the story is about a couple in Germany, but it all really takes place online, as most things do these days. But uh, it's a story that involves 24-year-old Sarah Villard of uh, Germany, and unfortunately for her she and her boyfriend of about nine months decided to call it quits, Big Jet. And because we live in a modern world, uh, Sarah's first immediate response was, what can I do to make him feel like he made a huge mistake by dumping me? And the answer became, how about I come up with a very expensive and elaborate ruse to drive him crazy? And she decided to go all in on that particular ruse. She decided to basically make it look like she was getting married about a week after she broke up with her ex-boyfriend. And she decided she wanted to do this all on Instagram. And so what did she do, Big J? Uh, She lives in Frankfurt, Germany. And so she then decided that she was going to recruit all of her friends to play the bridesmaids in her particular fake wedding. She hired a model as her groom, and then she rented out the uh very elaborate kind of chapel and reception place and then just basically took a bunch of fake pictures of her at this fake wedding and posted them on instagram that's a lot of trolling man and she did it only because she knew that her ex-boyfriend still followed her on instagram and would definitely see the stories and uh god i hope he didn't care incorrect, Big J. Uh, to the other side of it, she was very, quote, satisfied with the results, she told the German press. Uh, apparently, the next day, he started texting her because, you know, when somebody gets married a week after you break up with them, you start to think, were they cheating on me during our relationship? And that's what he jumped to. He's like, I can't believe you're married already. We just broke up. What well, Were you cheating on me during our time together? Bah, 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 bah. Of course, that wasn't the case. I mean, this guy was completely made up and all sorts of stuff, but... He actually came by and wanted to see her. Like, he fell hook, line, and sinker for this man. I mean, I wish I could tell you it didn't work, but it worked probably better than she ever thought it was going to. Like, he came over, he wanted to talk to her and make sure this was something he really wanted to do, and then she was the one who was able to say, sorry, not interested and basically sent him packing that's what this whole thing it's so weird i mean this
1: is stupid romantic comedy
0: bs (laughs) right i mean to get dumped and then go and spend like you know i don't know it looks like she spent at least seven thousand dollars between the dress and the rental of the venue and all that kind of stuff my god she had to uh go through some money in order to make this happen is what i'm saying all because she wanted her him to come crawling back and her to say no thanks I mean, it, it really, the, the, the side note to this is, I know you wanted to get the upper hand, but all it really does show is how not over the ex that you actually are, but I guess whatever, she was able to get the final word, so that's fun. And uh, of course, since this particular thing has happened, the story has gone viral, and people are basically calling her, you know, petty and all sorts of stuff, but she says she uh, is paying no mind to the haters, Big J., the stunt was ultimately worth it, she says. Now I'm single and happy about it, and she's able to focus on herself. Now
1: I don't buy that for one minute. Moved on from her relationship. You don't spend that kind of money if you're happy with yourself. You're probably to right. To try and troll and drag your ex that dumped you.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I, I don't, I don't understand the mindset that this is in, but this is a different, you know. Age bracket that I'm in, a different world. Social media is everything to a 24-year-old, probably. And so to get the upper hand in that particular world, I'm guessing has some sort of cachet. What you can do with that, I'm not sure. Here's the
1: thing. How can he get backhand?
0: Oh, do you want to make this a contest? If yeah, that's you, might you're... as well. But now you think, you, you, I don't think you can. I mean, you fell for it too hard for you to try to trick her at it again. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you really, really... I mean, she set a trap and you went into it. And uh, I'm not sure you can ever save face from that particular situation or p- get the upper hand again. I feel like you just have to chalk it up as an L and wash your hands and walk away. And go, listen, she that's what she wanted me to do. That's what I did. My mistake. What an idiot I am. And then probably have it just a string of terrible and failed relationships because this will always be in the back of your mind. And that's how you move on from this. But either way, I guess technically it worked. At least it worked for what she wanted to do. So success for her. But it seems like a lot of trouble to go through just because she wanted to tell him that she wasn't interested. But it worked. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. It is the X Rock <coughs> Audio Slave like a stone here on the morning after with Nick and Big J playing that song for a reason here on the morning after with Nick and Big J today marks the four-year anniversary when we lost Chris Cornell, man. Uh, It was a uh, a crazy kind of set of circumstances, of course. uh, You know, I remember the morning vividly because you and I were at the Boise Airport getting ready to catch a flight to Columbus, Ohio uh, to see... Rock on the Range, where Soundgarden was going to be headlining the following night. We were so excited! Oh, so excited! Would have man. been the second time we had seen Soundgarden at Rock on the Range. The first time I'd ever seen the band Soundgarden was yeah. at Rock on the Range uh, several years prior, and I was excited to see that again. We had interviews all set up, and it, it was it, it. Not only did it change our weekend, of course, it changed the face of rock completely. I mean, it was crazy to see the mood on how somber it was that entire weekend for a very good reason. I mean, he was a giant in the world of rock that had, uh, you know, committed suicide just the day before, and now we're all there trying to get together and have this huge rock party, and it it just... Turned everything on its head from you know the 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 tone of every interview we did that weekend, and we did over 40 of them, and, and then the fact that you know almost every band that was there decided to work in a Soundgarden cover or a you know Temple of the Dog cover or an Audio Slave cover into their set during that particular weekend. Just also, you know, while it was paying homage and respect, it was just one of those deals where it was like, man, it bummed everybody. It was a really, really sad weekend, for sure.
1: Yeah, and, uh, I, you know, you, generally with a lot of these, um, you know, celebrity deaths or um, even musicians' ones, you know, I mean, it, it for me personally, it's sad and you can move on. But this is one that I, I have not really been able to. Like, you know, hearing any of Chris Cornell's songs, uh, I just kind of get... I don't know, I just it just it's there's a um some sort of like I don't know, just just a a cloud that kind of surrounds it and it's it's a major bummer because such an amazing voice, probably one of my favorite vocalists of all time, easily. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, the man uh, was an incredible songwriter, an incredible singer, talented, and can do all sorts of multi-genre kind of stuff. It didn't matter if you wanted to go high and hard or, or slow and low. He was able to get it done, uh, and few on that particular, at least in the genre of rock, can pull that kind of stuff off. And so, you know, and, and on top of that, you know, I only had the chance to meet Chris Cornell once. I don't know if you ever had a chance to do nope. a one-on-one encounter with him, but also just the most soft-spoken Kindest guy in the room I mean he was uh, Always seemed like he was Genuinely happy to be Where he was Treated everybody That was around him Totally with respect I don't know anybody That has a Chris Cornell Was a dick story I just don't You know and there's Plenty of rock stars That we have those Particular things with But Chris Cornell Is just one of those guys Where I don't know Anybody that could say A bad thing about him and so it was—it was one of those deals where we, I think, well, we got the phone call like right before we got on the plane, and we we're like, "Oh my yeah, god, yeah, what what's gonna happen?" And it just changed music, of course, for a very long time. It oh, changed by the way, a that was our last trip. Yeah, we decided not to go after that. I mean. I mean, so it was one of those deals where it was just like, man, it, it was not only was it sad and somber, but it also was, you know, it felt like the right time to go out from a broadcast standpoint.
1: Well, and and that that weekend, you know, and I don't know if it was just the aura that was around what had happened, but it was nothing but weather issues there in Columbus as well. And you you had some of that, but this year was really bad. Somebody actually had been struck by lightning the day before. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of, you know. Uh, Intensified all the weather stuff that they had And it just made things very difficult
0: It uh, It was a weird awkward weekend And of course it gives us the opportunity To make sure everybody is aware Of you know if there are issues Going on mental health wise Being able to talk to somebody and talk through it is a very good thing because you know whether you want to buy into the fact that you feel like medication maybe have helped chris cornell uh make the decision that he decided to make or uh it was something that was inevitable it is a good opportunity for us to say that you know if you're going through some stuff even the biggest and best of us are going through some stuff as well and it's important that you have that that uh, so that that the connection to somebody else that you can talk to in those particular times to make sure you don't make a decision that you will regret so uh try to keep that in mind with the idaho suicide prevention hotline or any kind of outreach that you can get if you are going through some stuff we all are man and it's good and important to get that stuff out of you so that you know you don't decide to do something that you will regret or that your family will regret or that your fans or friends or you know acquaintances will regret so Uh, try to keep that in mind as well as it's the fourth anniversary of the passing of chris cornell unfortunately but listen his music ain't going anywhere we're going to get some newer music by him that hasn't been released yet too so all of that stuff is going to be happening over the course of uh, the next couple of years to make sure his memory will never be forgotten for sure
1: yep and the idaho suicide prevention hotline is 208-398-HELP or 208-398-4357 On the Morning After with Nick and Big J.
0: Important Stuff is brought to you by the old advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, riding a bike is fun, but it can also be dangerous. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention uh, for Injury Prevention say that bicycle-related injuries declined among kids, but not among adults during the last calendar year. Oh, I'm an adult. I don't need to wear a helmet. Whoa! Boom. Fall. Uh, And so basically what they said was the construction of bike lanes in major cities and other safety interventions have greatly reduced bike-related TBIs, or traumatic brain injuries, especially among kids aged 10 to 14. Researchers say that the rate of the emergency department visits for bicycle-related injuries decreased by about 49% among children and by about 5.5% among adults. The data also shows that injuries related to bicycling were three times as likely among males than they were among females. And the experts believe that a lot more education about bicycling safety is needed, especially among adults, if anything is to change, because it appears that kids are getting the message but adults are clearly not. And so, uh, according to Dr. Robert Gladder, who practices at Lenox Hill Hospital, says, with the increasing amount of adults commuting to work in both urban and rural settings combined with escalating congestion in bike lanes, its potential for injuries among adults to increase is a pretty big reality. And I suppose it makes sense, Big J. I mean, we're a pretty big bike community here in the Treasure Valley. Yeah. And it's not like we're... Getting smaller, do you know what I mean? There are more cars on the road in this particular area than ever. And so if you're weaving in out of traffic or not used to it or there's not a bike lane where you are, watch out.
1: Yeah, it would be uh, very intimidating if you were to be a cyclist on a regular basis. Right, navigating right. Navigating through traffic.
0: And, and I believe that there's some instances where there are some bike lanes in some parts and other parts where there's not. And so that could be confusing. It could be dangerous. All sorts and then of the jerks. Yes, there's also that, too. So the odds are, you know, we're doing a great job with our kids, but I think we need to be a little bit more careful ourselves if we're biking on a regular basis. So please try to do that. NBA is having a play-in tournament ahead of the playoffs for the second year that begins today. Teams seeded 7 through 10 will play in a two-round tournament that will decide which two teams will be named the 7 and 8 seeds in the playoffs. Number 7 and 8 teams will play each other in the conference, then the number 9 seed will play the number 10 seed. And so it's a fun little round-robin, two-team, or four-team, you know, tournament for each conference, and it's very confusing and silly and dumb, and I'm sure that the 7 and 8 seeds that were... Uh, already labeled the 7-8 seeds going into this tournament. We'll probably move on to the actual playoffs, but we'll see what ends up happening. We'll find out everything done and done until Friday. On the ice, Bruins and the Capitals will meet uh, again. They uh, met last night, and the Bruins beat the Capitals 4-3 to three in overtime. The series is knotted up in one game apiece. Hurricanes over the Predators 5-2 to two in Game 1 of that series, and the Avs beat the Blues 4-1 to one in Game 1 of their series. Did you happen to see the Kevin Pillar- play for the mets last night where he got hit in the face with a fastball no man another guy get hit in the face dude this one i mean he tweeted overnight that he was okay but i cannot even begin to tell you the amount of blood that poured out of this dude's face after getting hit by a fastball so much so they had to stop the game so the grounds crew could come up and actually redo the batter's box that's how much blood there was it looked like it was a horror show uh, and uh, basically he got it in the seventh inning. I mean, just hit him right on the bridge of the nose, and it, his nose just opened up. And ah, so, that sounds very painful. Yeah, it's not fun. Uh, Mets manager Luis Rojas said that Pilar went, underwent a CT scan and that he's doing okay, but will probably miss a couple of days, of course, uh, because you know he probably broke his nose if I had to guess, but it didn't look good. Big J, we got another merger happening in the world of entertainment. Discovery and AT&T. Are sharing and plans for a merger worth $43 billion, my friend. Uh, that means AT&T and Discovery are coming together, uh, which basically will mean that AT&T will own 71% of the combined entity with Discovery owning about 29%. So that means now HBO, HGTV, Warner Brothers, Food Network will all be under the same kind of umbrella and uh, the name of the company will be revealed in the coming days but I don't know if that means that HBO Max and Discovery Plus will come together eventually and maybe just maybe save people a couple of dollars or what but just know that the at and umbrella has just gotten a little bit bigger my friend so uh, there's a lot of money on the table 43 billion dollars a lot of cash it's a lot and that's a lot of entertainment so get ready to either have more streaming channels or less one of the two
1: culture smackdown on the morning after with nick and big j yep and we have your chance here to get you hooked up with some idaho comedy festival tickets uh three days of awesome comedy happening at the lounge at the end of the universe getting kicked off here on thursday so uh yeah you just gotta beat me pop culture smackdown which is really easy for the last couple weeks hopefully i can uh I can get a single here at least. Yeah, get it's been base. a running
0: theme. How uh, I, I, it's been? I, what, like six or seven days of one and done, right? Yeah, uh, quite the streak. But the weird thing is, he's known all the answers. He just can't seem to to fetch him out of his his brain. Finally, it jet.
1: is it is a psychological thing.
0: If you'd like these Idaho Comedy Festival tickets Uh, They will be yours If you can defeat Big J I wish you good luck, Big J Hello, The X That's it What's up, man? You are up first Uh, This particular basketball player Played for the Orlando Magic, LA Lakers Miami Heat, Phoenix Suns, Cleveland Cavaliers And Boston Celtics in you know his historic career, you no know this answer. He's thirty. <laughs> his he number thirty-two cares. is retired by the Heat, and thirty-four is retired by the Lakers. Who is he? It's Shaquille O'Neal. Right. It is Shaquille O'Neal. Big J, Mark Ruffalo can go f himself because this actor was the first ever Hulk back in two thousand three. Um, Edward Norton. Wrong.
1: Eric Banya? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, Lou Ferrigno would be more correct. But not but in the
0: movie in 2003. I um, actually I got the mixed up. Gave me the year. But yes, no, Edward Norton came after Eric Banya. And Eric Banya was the first ever Hulk. So, Big Jay got it wrong. Uh, although but, he did give me a name. But, but, I tell you what,
1: uh, I, I, I feel better about myself today. <laughs>
0: All right. It's a step in the right direction. Baby steps, as they say. And what about Bob? Hey, congratulations, uh, my friend. You've got tickets to the Idaho Comedy Festival. A pair of day passes for you coming your way. Please hold on just one second. We'll get you some information. Make sure you're all set and good to go for that. In the meantime, we will do some headlines. Those are happening next in the X Rock. Need to know. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Keystone Lights, giving away two Polaris Sportsman 570 ATVs right here in the Treasure Valley. Look for Keystone Displays in your favorite place to get Keystone Light. Text the keyword and you are entered to win, dude. It's that easy. Headlines are as follows. This is something. Slow down. And any takers? Question mark. Slow down. Big J, would you say you have a lead foot? No. Good. Then you don't have to worry at all about the New Hampshire State Police. Yeah, suckers. But they say that New Hampshireites certainly do. They stopped 121 motorcycle motor vehicles between 6 and 11 a.m. just on Sunday along Route 95 in Hampton Falls, New Hampshire. Troopers stopped 46 drivers going over 90 miles an hour. In addition, 10 were stopped for going over 100 miles per hour, including three that were over 115. Jeez. They say the speed limit in that area is 65 miles per hour. Yeah, it's like I 84 out here, the connector. Drivers caught going over 100 miles per hour were charged with reckless operation that can result in license suspension and increase. In addition to speed and reckless driving, several drivers faced uh, driving with expired registration and not having valid licenses as well. So, bad way about going about it, but that was a bad day, apparently. You're saying the connector's like. No, it's a great day. No. It's a great day for justice. Yes.
1: Uh, oh man, you should see, like the, the my the smile on my face is I'm just uh, motoring down at the speed limit, maybe five over, maybe, and I see suckers getting pulled over for speeding by the motorcycle cops, and I'm like, yeah, that's
0: what you get. I like how you you take pride in other people's failures. It's fantastic. <laughs> this is something or any takers? Question any mark. takers? Question mark? You ever been to a ghost town in your life? Like yes. visited one? Uh, Was it fun? Yeah. It's about as close as you can get to time travel, agree or disagree. You know, like takes you back to the Old West, right? Uh, And if left undisturbed, the town kind of remains, you know, suspended in time almost. But would you like to buy one, Big J? Yes, absolutely. All right. Bodie, California, my friend. Oh, my God. Bodie's for sale? Yeah. Yeah, it is it is nice the former gold mining town of Bodie is for sale uh there are at least three thousand eight hundred ghost towns located throughout the united states and an occasion entire towns are for sale I can't wait to tell the wife while owning your own ghost town may sound great in theory oh. in practice it could be a very different story uh depending on what you want to do with the abandoned property and structures But before you even get to that part, you have to go through the process of uh, purchasing a ghost town, which, by the way, is a little bit different than buying your average non-abandoned home. There's a lot that goes into purchasing an actual town as opposed to, you know, just a house or something like that. So keep that in mind. But... It apparently is fairly reasonably priced. It's a private listing, so it d- I cannot tell you how much they're selling it for, but there's a lot of interest apparently in this particular town. What made you so giddy about
1: it? Um, we, we, we've been meaning to go to Bodie for uh, for years now. When We went to uh, take a road trip uh, to California a couple of times, wanted to stop, but never got a chance. Uh, the wife has wanted to go and take pictures there forever. Is a huge fan of that ghost town, and that's the reason why. Gotcha. Well, maybe she can buy it and then take all the pictures she wants. We, no. No.
0: (laughs) Then maybe you shouldn't tell her that it's for sale. I am not gonna tell her it's for sale, no. Wrap it up with This Is Something. You're familiar with the Titanic, yes? I I guess. It is known for striking an iceberg and then sinking in 1912. And since then, the story of the ship, which has been branded as unsinkable, has become kind of etched in legend thanks to the blockbuster film and a bunch of stuff going on. In fact, the Titanic exhibit's happening now at the Discovery Center. You can see some stuff. But a few years ago, a Chinese investor named Susa Jones said he would finance a life-size replica of the ill-fated ship. And now, the 260-meter-long ship will be the star attraction at the Roman Sea theme park located in China's Shaowen province. It is set to open up to the public soon. The replica is a complete functioning steam engine that will make guests feel like they're really at sea, but the ship will never leave the river that it's docked at. It's basically to give you kind of like a real lifelike kind of resemblance of what it was like to be on the Titanic and be on the Titanic as it was going through the ocean, but also not actually go anywhere in the process it's like a big gigantic theme ride but everything is to scale everything has been duplicated it is a replica of the titanic just not going anywhere would you go if that was your theme park's crown jewel Nah, no, i don't want to go to china i'm what if it's right down the street yes uh that much interest in the titanic yeah, even though you're not cool. going anywhere yeah it would be nice to kind of see it Uh, I do not, you know, the fact that it doesn't go anywhere is a bit weird, but... I thought that there was somebody else making an actual replica that's going to set sail. I don't know if there's somebody else doing that or if that was the original plan for this and they decided to make it a theme park ride instead. Uh, You could be right on both counts. It could be the same thing, but they just changed their plan midstream, pardon the pun. So uh, that could be the thing. I'm not sure if there's another one out there or not, but I do know that this one's opening up soon. So if you are a Titanicaholic a la Jerry in Rick and Morty, this would be something for you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. It's time for... Oh, what's in the box? Only on 100.3. VX rocks. What's in the... the big backyard box you ask well it's got about ten thousand dollars of stuff inside the box it's all presented by kitchen tune-up you get thousand dollar gift cards or gift certificates or service to places like leisure time chf home furnishings a lifetime store butte fence and a whole lot more plus there's a thousand dollars in cold hard cash inside there as well we're giving it away near the end of the month and your time to play what's in the box is right now 208-287-1003 big James has got something inside of his fictional box he's got some clues to figure that out if you can crack the code and figure out what's inside you're officially qualified for the big backyard box which hopefully makes you a happy person maybe even the highlight of your week we'll see hello the x Hello? Hello? Hey, there you are. Hi, what's your name? Mel. Alright Mel, you're up first. Good luck. This video
1: game is an open-world game where you follow a story, but also are free to pretty much create mayhem. Hmm. Next one? It's named after a criminal act. A felony, actually. Hmm. Next one? The latest version of this game has sold 130 million copies since 2014. Can I have the first two again? This video game is an open world game where you follow a story, but also are free to pretty much create mayhem. Oh my gosh, I totally know it. Boy, I understand how you feel, (laughs) let me tell you. It's been that kind of week for Big J as well. Is it
0: Auto Thief? Auto Thief. Oh... You're you're right around oh no. that particular area.
1: Ooh, I hear you hear it. It's a it's a, it's a
0: criminal act, a felony actually. You can get charged with this by the police. Like, if you steal a car, they charge you with this. For sure, it's GTA.
1: There you go. go. All right. We, helped. we, we <laughs>
0: helped cheat you. But it's all right. We're happy to we, help. We were your cheat code. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of those at GTA as well, so I don't feel so bad. Hang on one second, Mel. We'll get you qualified for the big backyard box. Well done. Uh, that's pretty awesome. I, it's hard to, but still I can't wrap my head around the fact that that game came out in 2014. 2013. 2013. It's insane. And it's
1: gonna be a while, I think, Nick, until we get Grand Theft Auto Six. But it's making Uh, you
0: happy with the online gameplay, right, and the update dates that they're doing. I
1: haven't, uh, I haven't played it in a very long time. Well, the royal you, then, the gamers of the world. Yeah. Well, here's the deal: is that uh, just released this news according to Rockstar that PS Five and Xbox Series X versions are coming November 11th for (sighs) Grand Theft Auto Five and GTA Online. So. That's where I'm like, man, Grand Theft Auto 6 is a ways
0: away. Yeah, for sure. I'm also wondering, like, I mean, I love the game. I've played it so many times on my PS4. I'd like to know what they do with PS5, but are they going to try to make me spend more money on it?
1: Yes, and Mm. uh, they have promised some prizes related to the upcoming 20th anniversary of Grand Theft Auto 3 along with it. So,
0: So some incentives, maybe. Yep. Just maybe. All right. But well, they're I just they're
1: making money hand over fist yeah.
0: on GTA mines. Yeah. So it just, you know. Why bother, right, if yeah. they're continuing to do it? And it's a whole other game on there. You know what I mean? You yep. can get it. I just don't do it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your qualification for the Big Backyard Box. Bad Impressions are next on the x Rocks.
1: Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X. Yeah, we got an awesome prize for you in August. Sammy Hagar is coming to play the Boise Albertsons Open, and we will get you hooked up with uh, a pair, pair of tickets to go to that. It gets you into the golf tournament. It also gets you into the uh, uh, the the fan tent area, and one of the winners here for the next five days is going to get VIP status. Man, boom! Free food and
0: beverages, upgrade, including that's, for that's your called seats. the Big J way. That's right, Big J doesn't go anywhere unless it's VIP. So it's your opportunity to be. Kind of like Big J? Yeah, I won't be. <laughs> on. Apparently, I'm not going to the Open. On August 21st uh, to see Sammy Hagar in the circle, which is going to be pretty awesome. Gave so, gave
1: away my VIP pass.
0: 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Bad Impressions. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around a celebrity. If you can figure out who that celebrity is, then bam, Boise Open tickets are yours, and that will be very nice for you. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Johnny. All right Ronnie, you're up first.
1: The docu-series The Last Dance was all about me, baby. Oh, uh, Michael Jordan. There you go. One and done. Good Thanks job. So much for that myth about the uh, Treasure Valley being Uh, having an Achilles seal
0: of sports. It's true. Two sports questions. Two basketball questions right today. Uh, hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up with those, uh, Boise Albertsons open tickets and the Sammy Hagar passes as well. Clues
1: two and three for fun. I wore number 23 for the Chicago Bulls and I was the star of the first Space Jam movie. And why is Michael Jordan in the news? Guess what? He's going to be in Space Jam, a new legacy as well. Well, that makes sense. Uh, lots of people were wondering if that was going to be the case and Don Cheadle kind of spilt the news, uh, and I you uh, interview think know about AXS. the
0: spoiler stuff with the Marvel background, but
1: yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if it was supposed to get out or not, but, uh, he will be making an appearance in the movie, which uh, is pretty cool, man. Cameo style. Did he get in any details? Uh, it's yes. gotta be,
0: right? It's just a real quick kind of nod it's, it is, It'll
1: be at the end of the movie, yeah But it'll probably be in a, you know Like post credit scene? No, not post-credits Okay but it uh, looks like it'll be pretty fun. He'll, Let me ask you this. Are you
0: interested at all in the new Space Jam? Sure.
1: Why not? I remember watching the first Space Jam. It was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I, didn't enjoy it as much as a lot. I mean, I was in that kind of teenager year age, so it didn't really hit me as hard as it did some people. It wasn't that that form of nostalgia. But uh, I, I don't have much of an interest in the new one. And I'm a big LeBron James no. fan. I just have no interest in
1: I think it's. Gonna be, I think it'll be great to make Randy have to watch it because he hates LeBron.
0: Oh, that's right, that's right, yeah. For no reason. For no reason. Well, he, he all of a sudden became a Clippers fan when they got uh when they got good. He was you didn't hear him talk about the Clippers for years until they got good. And then all of a sudden he's got Clipper t-shirts and hats and all sorts of fun yeah, stuff. Bit of a bandwagon fan there. God bless our Fairweather fan, Randy. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. <laughs> That is Seether Bruised and Bloodied. And that's how we're going to wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday. We certainly appreciate that. Big J will actually watch a movie tonight called The History of Future Folk. And it is on Netflix. And he will give you a review of that tomorrow. That was selected for streaming Dumbass Today as a no-brainer, according to Big J. We'll see if it works out for him. Coming in at a whopping 85 minutes. And see, it's nice and short, just like you like. And so we'll see. Well, it depends on the movie, I guess, right? I mean, I mean,
1: 125 minutes. (laughs) Don't ask. Don't ask. Wait, it's two hours and five minutes long? No, a minute. It's an hour and 25 minutes. That that was right. 85. (laughs) Listen, move along. Just move along, I say.
0: Okay. How about you take over then?
1: All right. Today is Chow Yun-Fat's birthday, Nick. You will celebrate how? Uh, well, I, I don't know. Uh, he's 66 years old, and his John Woo movies are the best. Killer, Hard Boiled, A Better Tomorrow. None of them available on digital platforms. Not even Hard Boiled? No, really? I can't. I can't find it. So, um,
0: yeah. Has he, like, retired from acting, or is he still doing stuff?
1: I think he's back, uh, I, I, I think he's gone back to over to Hong Kong, and sure, I don't know if he's been acting in movies over there, but haven't seen any.
0: Yeah, I mean, he had like a couple of American films where they tried to kind of uh, do stuff with him over in this country and never really took. And so, uh, but I didn't know if he was still making stuff. I hadn't seen his name like pop up in anything. And I usually kind of pay attention to, I try to anyway, to foreign cinema. So, uh, well, hell, the last year and a half, nobody's been doing much of anything, I suppose. So there's that. But uh, of course uh, he is fantastic I loved Harboiled, I loved it the second I saw it uh, I can't say that I have rewatched those other two that you'd mentioned But I have seen them But Harboiled was just a game changer in From a directing standpoint, a filmmaking standpoint And Chow Yun-Fat is amazing I
1: would put those three movies uh, up against Or, or in kind of like in the line of, of, of Tarantino's first few movies I mean they're just iconic for his style of cinema And um, I love them
0: yeah, John Wu had a little bit more success in the states than Chow Yun Fat did. That's for sure, because uh, he had Broken Arrow and he had done a couple of other things as well. So face uh, off, face off. Yeah, that was that was John Wu too. So he d- didn't he do a Van Damme movie too at one point? Uh,
1: yeah, that's that was his first uh, foray into American okay. movies. It okay. was uh, Hard to
0: Kill, I think, or um, That's the Goal. I can't remember now, offhand. You could have just said yes, and it would have avoided yeah, this know. whole thing morning after with Nikki big j we will see you tomorrow jason drew is next it's the x rocks